Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening around the world. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Alexander, and you're listening to Ivy Exec Insights, a weekly podcast brought to you by Ivy Exec, an elite network of global thought leaders. You can visit us at ivyexec.com and join our growing executive network. In today's episode, you will have a chance to hear from Ivy Exec's own senior career advisor, Anastasia Gavrilovich. Anastasia is a career advisor who worked with more than a thousand clients, ranging from entry level to the C-suite across various industries. She helps clients learn how to embark on their own job search in the most effective way. In addition to giving resume critique and career advice, Anastasia also provides business consulting services. In this session, we'll talk about her career path, professional experience, the services that iVexec has to offer to your own personal growth, and much more. Welcome, Anastasia. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So uh, let's jump right to it. Uh, Can you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us about your own career path, about your own professional background, and how you came to working and doing what you are currently doing? Of course. So when I was in high school, I actually wanted to study psychology, but I'm someone who always wants to go one step further. So psychology became psychiatry, and then I had to go to medical school. And then I gave up because it was too difficult to prepare, you know, the exams, chemistry, biology. And I just ended up enrolling in economics. Mm -hmm. And I do not regret it. I liked it very much. Uh, It agreed with me. I liked the professors and the topics and the exams. But it would be interesting if I had studied psychology just because what I'm doing right now and everyone will will hear a bit more about that very soon. Um, so I studied economics. Uh, I have a bachelor's in accounting and revision. And I chose oh, wow. that, right, I chose that just by looking at the exams that I had for that major. And I like those exams because they had a lot of numbers. You needed to use logic. And that is it, essentially. I never actually wanted to be an accountant (laughs) or an auditor. Um, So as soon as I graduated and got my first internship at one of the big four, I realized that that is not something that I want to do. I hated it. I didn't like it. People that work there, in my opinion, are very goal-oriented in a way that they want to step over other people. Mm -hmm. And that is against all of my core values. So I decided that corporations are not for me at all. And I wanted to, well, I wanted to find something that I would like doing in a company that I would feel comfortable in, where I can talk to people freely and, you know, uh, actually make friends. (laughs) in um while i'm working so i joined a company that writes business plans for the u.s immigration and it started off just by me being interested in you know researching all of the industries different business models learning a lot on how everything works when you want to start your own company Mm -hmm. but then something that we would always share is whenever someone got 
a visa, whether it's E2, EB2, L1 visa, it doesn't matter. Someone that I wrote a business plan for would get to live and work in the U.S. And that is something that made me feel very accomplished. I really liked seeing that I can actually have an impact that I can help someone achieve their dreams and start living, you know, the life that they always wanted to live. And that really is right now what I want to do. For myself, it doesn't matter if I help people through business plans, because that is something that I do still as a freelancer. Uh, But helping people by giving career advice or through business plans is something that I want to do for the end of my career, till the end of my career, for sure. (laughs) So with this new direction of wanting to help people, I joined Ivy Exec. And it was one of those job descriptions where it was just a bit outside of my comfort zone, just Mm -hmm. enough for me to want to join and conquer some of the challenges that I had. One of the challenges actually was just talking to people all day long. It, It wasn't something that I was comfortable with at the beginning, but now that is what I have been doing for the last two years. And of course, we will talk about this uh, further later on, but I provide them with resume or LinkedIn critique. And something that hopefully I will do soon enough is giving career coaching sessions. And then I feel like I will be a whole round helping people type of professional. <laughs> Right. It's always it's always uh the 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 same thing when uh you can you hear like working with people is hard, but uh jobs where people are actually happy uh helping people is like just a whole level for itself. Uh it's very it's very it's very satisfying and very accomplishing to help somebody with either with it is with his or hers or they's resume uh with their visa as you mentioned or just basic things it's it's really it's really a game of its own uh and uh, yeah so you mentioned uh you had a little uh stepping outside your comfort zone for the jobs uh the job and position you're currently at uh can you tell me a little bit more and share with our audience a little bit more about your current job position and the work that it requires and the uh, kind of services that both ivexec and yourself are managing and providing to their clients Of course. So it started off fairly simple. My main job was just to provide people with resume feedback. Um, And that was my main responsibility when I just started. Now my job has evolved into many, many other things that also uh, helped me get out of my comfort zone. And that is writing content, having webinars. I actually held six webinars this year. Um, and five, no, four of them were by myself. So that was also another step <laughs> outside of the comfort zone. 
Um, and something that I started doing is LinkedIn rewrites as well, working with clients and helping them rewrite their entire LinkedIn profile. So something that I do with all of my clients is asking questions at the very beginning of the call. And I think that is the most important step because that is how I can actually find out where the challenge is. So let's say someone tells me that they're not able to find a job for six months or mm -hmm. more. My first question would be, are you customizing your resume? <laughs> are you right. having a proper format for the ATS, for the software that needs to read through it? If they're not doing that, and if they simply have a resume that isn't suitable for that software, they will be automatically rejected each and every time before anyone gets to read it. So if we discover that the resume is what is, then we can easily fix that. Another question that I asked them is, do you have contacts? Are you networking actively? Did you reach out to anyone, you know, just asking if they have something available for you? Would they set up an interview for you? And this is something that a lot of people are not comfortable with. And that is why in most cases, I would say almost 80%. People tell me that they have not been networking and they just want to do this by themselves, <laughs> which is fairly difficult to accomplish, especially if we talk about anyone who is C-suite level professional. And then we focus on networking, how to go about it. I talk about networking coaching that we offer as well. Um, and then of course, we can help them set up a strategy around that. And then finally, the third question is, how are you with interviews? If you have been landing a lot of interviews and going to the second round, third round, but you're not able to close the deal, so to speak, then it might be that. You might not know how to present yourself in the best possible way. Maybe you don't like bragging. And Alexander, there's no such thing as bragging. Right, right. And you're looking for a job. So no one out there should think about it that way. Uh, you definitely want to show us your most impressive accomplishments and results. You want to talk about how good of a team player you are or a team leader um, during um, the interview. And then in that case, if that's the problem, then of course I can simply uh, organize some interview coaching uh, for that person. And finally, just so I wouldn't miss the topic that I'm passionate about the most, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, addition, I was waiting for that, actually. <laughs> right. In addition to resume, networking, you also want to have a great-looking LinkedIn profile. You want to brand yourself properly. So a part of my uh, job is giving you feedback or writing it for you if if that is something that you choose to do. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, misconception of the basically uh, use of LinkedIn uh, where people just think of it as sort of social social media resume. 
uh, and just uh, putting in the plain uh, bulletins just uh, the job descriptions of previous uh, companies they've been working with, but excluding all the, uh, I think, necessary and main things about LinkedIn is networking. So can you uh, actually go a little bit deeper in how those uh, uh, benefits of going and uh, working with you uh, can help our potential clients uh, with their own career growth in, let's take, for example, the the LinkedIn. Sure, of course. Um, I will answer the first question first. First, <laughs> why is LinkedIn so important? Well, it's really the best platform that you can use to connect with people easily. Because when you attend an industry event, when you meet a client, uh, when you are at a company for a year and then you move on and then you have, you know, uh, another five experiences after that, the best way to keep those relationships up to keep people informed is having a LinkedIn profile and being very active with it. And as you mentioned, people that don't like social media sometimes are afraid of LinkedIn. They are very private. They don't want to share anything on LinkedIn. And although, as we all know, some people like to share a lot on LinkedIn about their private life, uh, or some situations that they um, were in, you don't have to sh- share anything that you're not comfortable sharing. LinkedIn is all about showing your projects, um, adding new certification, like adding that promotion to your profile. Um, also, interacting with posts that are relevant to your field. Let's say you are a marketing executive digital marketing. You always want to interact with posts that are related to digital marketing, all new industry events, news, what is happening right now, what is in, what is out. You want to do that very often, ideally every week. This is where I lose people because they think that's too much. Oh, I need to do something on LinkedIn every week. Ideally, you would do that because people that are most visible on LinkedIn are people that do something every day. So if you can do that at least once a week and set up some time for it, you know, Tuesday, 12 p.m., I'm going to spend 15 minutes or 20 minutes on LinkedIn sharing some content. That is something that can help you increase your visibility and then maintain it. And that is how you can get noticed by a recruiter or a hiring manager. And you can always just meet new people. That's just a great platform to meet great leaders of the world, professionals, joining groups is also a good idea when it comes to LinkedIn. There are thousands of groups and joining one of those that that is specific enough for you can, can really help you out. People tend to post opportunities in those groups. They tend to ask for help when they need it. And it's just a great way to build up new relationships. So now that we covered that, (laughs) when it comes to working with me, um, LinkedIn, as I mentioned, is very important. And sometimes it can be difficult for people 
that don't want to brag, quote unquote brag, or yeah. that, that are not comfortable just talking about themselves. Working with someone like me can help them out. I actually, you know, did LinkedIn for almost everyone at Ivy Exec as a part of my training. And it's interesting how people think about accomplishments. Because when I just asked, what are your most impressive accomplishments? People often don't have a lot to say, or, you know, maybe they can think of one accomplishment and they're like, I'm not sure if there's anything else really. And then when I ask them sub-questions like, well, have you ever um, completed a project but by yourself? Yes, yes, I have. And it was a large-scale project. You know, Have you ever led a team? Have you ever mentored someone and helped them grow within their right. role? It can really open up a lot of things that people didn't think about so far. So when I work with someone, I try to get all of that good information out. I try to show a bit of their personality. And that is why we work together on the intro. And then just, you know, using um, keyword optimization and some smart writing, it can make a big difference in your job search, for sure. Right. For sure. For sure. I mean, uh, as a person who actually uh, done has done the LinkedIn uh, rewrite with you, I can bear witness that it uh, showed a great deal on my part. Uh, and yeah, so you mentioned you work uh, with people uh, throughout various industries. We mentioned there were like thousand over a thousand of clients that you have worked with. Uh, can you share maybe? Some of, we can just throw some names. We don't need to go into too much detail. Uh, some companies that, uh, the clients that have actually completed those services were with or from. Of course, um, we can touch upon that. Um, I did miss to mention some of the coaching services that Ivy Exec mm -hmm. offers. Uh, we can move on to that after this question or sure. right now what do you think well we can yeah we can cover it now so just to have a clean focus all right great so in addition to everything that i do we also work with amazing coaches uh, that are experienced that have 20 plus years of experience and that have ivy league education and what we do, I always try to match them with exactly what they need. So if they need interview coaching or networking coaching, the best option, in my opinion, is Nancy Ankovitz. She is just an amazing coach, networking expert, who is actually an introvert herself. And she wrote a book about career advancement for introverts. Oh, nice. Right. To me, that is fascinating because she took a fear, you know, that she had or a challenge that she had and she overcome it completely in a way that she now teaches people how to, uh, how to do it. And, uh, that is why I always recommend her for those, um, types of coaching. We also have career change coaching. 
So that is something that I wanted to talk about quickly because I think it's relevant. When someone wants to change industries or change jobs completely, I think it's very important to hire a professional and create a strategy because it can be very difficult. It can be very challenging. Hiring managers, recruiters, they're always looking for someone who has 15, 20 years of very streamlined experience, you know, whether it's in marketing or finance or investment banking. And when they take a look at your resume and let's say you have been uh, a software developer and now you want to go and become a career coach, let's let's say, for example, it can be a bit difficult. And that is why working with a coach can help a lot. They can help you identify your key strengths, transferable skills that you have, learn how to reach out to new people because you will need to um, do that, of course. And we do have someone who is great for that and her name is Shira Sever. In addition to, of course, um, coaching, we offer resume LinkedIn rewrites. That is something that we mentioned briefly before. And finally, something that covers everything is the Elite Package. And that is a package that covers resume rewrite, LinkedIn rewrite, and two hours of coaching on the topic that the client chooses. So when someone is, you know, looking for a job after 20 years of not looking for a job, this might be a great package that covers everything. Um, And when someone works with you on all of these separate sections, they can really fully understand what are some of your challenges, what is your, you know, best key strength that they want to emphasize, what is your brand. So the elite package can can really help out someone who hasn't been um, looking for a job for a while. Yeah, and that coming from someone that, as you already mentioned, uh, switched her majors a couple of times and talks about her future is is a really really uh, an eye opener. Uh, so thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, I know our listeners will, uh, think about it and we'll also mention it, uh, uh, in our closing statements, but let's go back just, uh, to those, uh, I mean, for, uh, to those details regarding, uh, your clients, maybe some anecdotes. I know you had a very, very special client and I'll just uh, let you, uh, let you continue with it. Of course. So most of our base are executive level professionals. So that is who I mostly work with. And Alexander mentioned 1,000 clients. I think it's more than 2,000 at this point uh, of senior executives across various industries, various functions. And I have worked with people that come from Fortune 500 companies such as Google, Amazon, Apple, AT&T, JP Morgan. And there are certain struggles that come with working with very well-known companies, confidentiality Mm -hmm. issues as well. But something that I uh, was fangirling about a bit when I was talking with one of the producers from Game of Thrones And I took a look at the resume. I instantly knew that I wanted to ask questions, you know, 
<laughs> I wanted to share somehow that I'm a big fan uh, of Game of Thrones. And I try to, you know, uh, not fangirl as much, but I ended right. up telling him that I'm a big fan of Game of Thrones. I really, you know, love the work that you did on that. And he was actually very uh, impressed <laughs> or just happy about it. And he asked me what was the team that I was rooting for. I said Daenerys, of course, Mother of Dragons. <laughs> and oh, he of agreed. Course. Of course. Um, and he agreed. And he was, uh, you know, very being very funny about it, saying that's a good choice. And he ended up actually uh, purchasing the Elite package, by the way. So I think fangirling is good sometimes, actually. <laughs> And you can receive also a spoiler alert, <laughs> as we all know how that ended up. Uh, thank you, thank you for sharing. I I bet it was it was a very very exciting call and meet. Uh, I wanted just quickly to circle back uh, on. Uh, we mentioned uh, LinkedIn. Uh, we mentioned resume. I I won't go uh, much uh, in it, not to bore uh, our listeners. But I would like to ask you. You said you always ask questions, but uh, what are the some of the common questions that you have been asked uh, from the people who actually, you know, uh, ask for these services, apply for these services? Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, there are a lot of common questions. I have to say that the majority of people have very similar questions. Of course, there are individuals with some specific challenges. Right. Right. But in most cases, when someone is struggling to get that job that they want to get, they would share that they are perfectly qualified for the role and they're not getting any interviews. And they would ask me, what am I doing wrong? And it's a bit vague, you know, I can't know based on this sentence, what are they doing wrong? It could be a number of things. Uh, so I go through my questions then. And when we detect what the problem is, then I think it's very simple, just, you know, finding a solution when we're there. But when someone is struggling, and I know this because I talk to people a lot, they kind of lose their confidence. You know, when they can't find a job for a very long time, a year right. or more, and they are very experienced, they have great results, they, they start losing their confidence. And that is why, ideally, when you just start looking for a job, you would already talk to someone, whether it's me giving you, you know, resume critique, another career professional. It's very important to create a strategy about your job search, a job search strategy. And I think a lot of people, perhaps even more than 90%, never do this. You know, they find something that they like online, they click on it. Oh, I want to apply for this. I want to apply for that. Oh, I don't have time to customize yeah. my resume. I don't have time to reach out to people or <laughs> write, you know, let's say, a customized message to a recruiter. So they do that, but when they do that for a long time and they don't have any results, then they start losing that energy that they had at the beginning. They start losing their confidence. They think 
that it's actually about their experience, that it's about their skills. And that's never the case. It's usually about lack of networking, perhaps lack of interviewing skills as well. And they're just having a resume that doesn't get you past that ATS. It seems silly, but it's very important if you do apply online for 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 your applications, for your desired jobs, because most companies do use it. And it's a very faulty software. It's an imperfect yeah. software. And it reads top to bottom, left to right. So whenever someone has a format that is a bit graphic, that has columns, tables, text boxes, it can't read through it. And then you get that automatic email in your inbox, you know, thank you for applying, but we're decided to go with other candidates. You know, sometimes people get this email just 15 minutes after they apply. And that's how we can know for sure. It's automatic. It's not about their experience. It's not about their skills. It's about having a resume that can't do the job that it needs to do. So if you want to apply online and go, uh, you know, and that being your main strategy, although I do not recommend it, (laughs) then you need to have a format that is suitable for that software and you need to customize your resume completely. It does take some of your time, but I have to say finding those keywords and adding them to your resume is very important. Right. And okay, so meshing those uh, keywords, I also wanted to ask, uh, what are some of the key takeaways that everybody can get out out of these, uh, no matter which uh, field or industry or job position they have, but what are some uh, some of the key takeaways they can apply to their own career growth, their own career path right away? Of course, I think there are multiple ones. <laughs> the first one would be your resume is not your biography; it doesn't have to. Give us everything that you've ever done, every skill that you've ever earned. One time I saw a 28-page CV. Oh, wow. Almost a book. Almost a book, and no one will read it. So think about your resume as a marketing tool that just needs to help you get your foot in the door. It needs to be customized, it needs to be concise, and it needs to be very targeted for the role. So... That is the first takeaway. The second one, LinkedIn, of course, it should show us that you are an expert in your field. It should show us that you are someone who is, um, you know, up with all the trends, current with all the trends, all the news, that you're always reading about your field, that you're always interested, that you're always learning more. And of course, you also need to reach out to people through LinkedIn. Uh, right. Alexander, I don't know if you have been doing this. I think, you know. <laughs> I've been sharing a post or two. Right. Every <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> All right. I'm trying um, to be more regular. I must yes. admit. 
<laughs> well, you know, even when you're happily employed, you still want to network actively on LinkedIn. And that is how we get to my main point, maybe. And that is network like it's your full-time job. Right. Network always. When you are in a company that you like working for and you spend five years there, six years there, by the time that you want to look for another job, some of your connections might have forgotten about you if you haven't been maintaining those relationships. And the only way to actually have a use of your network is to maintain your relationships, even when you're happily employed. And being active on LinkedIn certainly helps with that, but also just having conversations with people, um, as as anyone would tell you. Um, so that would be on networking. And then finally, um, something that is uh, a sentence that I actually <laughs> share often is when you are struggling and you can't find a job for a while, maybe you need to hire a professional, an expert in that field. Just think about it. If you had a car and it broke down, would you fix it yourself? Or would you take it to a professional because you care about your car very much? And that is how you should care about your career. Or let me assume that you care more <laughs> about your career. So if you have been struggling with interviewing or networking or just knowing what to put in your resume, maybe it's a good time to talk to someone who can help you out, who can provide you with guidance. And job searching being a very tiring and lonely process, working with someone can definitely help ease um, everything and make it a bit faster. Thank you. And for my last question, and the most difficult question of them all, is uh, can you share with our listeners uh, the best ways to get in touch with you uh, regarding uh, IveExec uh, services, regarding uh, anything that IveExec has to offer, as well as maybe to just hear your thoughts about any interviewing or coaching or LinkedIn-wise uh, circumstances and things? Of course. I'm not sure why this question is so difficult, <laughs> but <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Anastasia Kapilovitz. With a Z. With a Z. We will send you a link. We will make it a bit easier for you <laughs> if you're not able to spell my Serbian name. Uh, something that you can also do is upgrade to all access. Uh, if you are a basic member already, then it's very easy. Then you just need to go to the upgrade button. And we often do have promotions every couple of months. We will have one in um, January end of January. So you might use a promo code for a free month trial and you can schedule a consultation with me. We can focus on your resume or LinkedIn profile. And then if you do decide that you need some further help, I can organize coaching services for you as well or write your LinkedIn profile maybe. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much, Anastasia, for having time to do this and 
share your own professional experience. Uh, once again, this was Anastasia Gabrilovic, IVXX's own senior career advisor. Uh, you can uh, meet her and uh, you can join our network if you just go to ivyxact.com. My name is Alexander and I will see you again next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you, guys. 